Hi, and welcome to this episode of K-12 Tech Talk. This episode, we talk about paper cut mobility print, and Corey and Josh and Chris talk a little bit about the new funding that will be administered through E-Rate and USAC to enhance school technology. Uh, this is separate of E-Rate. Have a listen. All things technical in K-12. This is K-12 Tech Talk Podcast with Josh, Chris, and Corey. This is K-12 Tech Talk Podcast. Welcome to episode 36. Before we get real deep into this episode, we would really appreciate it if you would share with your friends, your coworkers, your neighboring school districts, uh, your friend that lives in Spain, uh, share this podcast with with your friends. We are definitely growing our listenership. And uh, I just noticed today when I was looking at the statistics that we are now getting listens uh, in Europe. We have some French listeners now and some Italian listeners now, Germany, uh, Ukraine, and Great Britain. Those are just so, my VPNs. Oh, those are your VPNs. So we're getting higher downloads thanks to you. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Um, so this is a, a special episode. We have a, uh, a special episode with paper cut today, right, Chris? Uh, yeah. And not, not the paper cut that you get on your finger. Or in between, yeah, in between your fingers. Yeah, and that webbing, yeah. Web- webbing? Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Kind no, of. I don't. Please, please go on. And just <laughs> move on. You know, that thin skin between your fingers. Move on. Keep going. So, Chris, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so paper cut. Uh, we've talked about paper cut uh, a couple of times before, uh, but they have a product called Mobility Print. Uh, so we spent some time with that. So we're going to talk about that for a little bit uh, and, and how you can use paper cut. Uh, for your school district, uh, printer management, you know, that, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we actually have been using paper cut. Uh, we had it installed actually during the, when we were shut down for the pandemic last year, um, I spun up the server for it and our copiers got the, the badge readers installed on them over the summer. So when teachers came back in mid August, we were, uh, hot and heavy pushing out, it doubles as secure print. And that's kind of how we sold it to them. Rather than saying we're removing all the network printers, we sold it as more of a uh, secure print thing. You know, like if you print a confidential document, an IEP, whatever, and you go to print it, it doesn't sit there until you get there anymore. Now they print it to the secure print. And, and that name, you can make that name whatever you want it to be. Um, they print it and it doesn't get released until they go to the copy machine and scan their badge. Now we, all of our faculty have, um, our, not RFID badges, but the, like the prox badges to get in our doors. So, um, they're one in the same badge. They take the same, uh, code, I guess, whatever the badge number is. And that interfaces with active directory. And when they scan their badge, the, it authenticates them. And then they, it shows them their listing of jobs they can print and you know, they just hit print all and then they print. So that's alleviated 
that's done a couple things. The secure print is one thing, but then it also has alleviated the stacks and stacks of reams of paper that sit on the copy machine uh, when you walk by of printouts that no one ever, you know, orphan printouts, if you will. I'm sure you guys see that in your districts, right? For sure. What's the, what's the find me printing do just the, it helps with the closest printer around them or what? No. So it's, it, it, what it, what it does is it goes to like a, a holding print queue and it sits in the job sits in that print queue until it's released from the copy machine. Um, so the only, okay. the only downside to it is if you had a very large staff, the disk space on that server where, where that print server, where that queue is held, you would need some sizable disk space because, you know, technically those jobs are sitting there holding, holding in the queue. They're taking up disk space while they're sitting there. Um, so, yeah. And, and then the other nice thing, you get this dashboard with paper cut where you can, you can track your jobs. Like I'm looking at, at the dashboard um, that I, I printed out earlier today um, I can just on the dashboard itself, it goes back a month by default and I'm ranging daily counts anywhere from 20,000 prints up to, uh, looks like 35,000 prints a day were our, uh, were our highest for the last month. Chris, do you, did you get a demo of this or did you play with? I, so, and I can run through that really quick. I demo just, uh, mobility print. So I know that it works. Uh, like mobility print is free. You can do it at your house. You can do it in your office. You can do it for your school. You can do it, whatever. And then the big push with paper cut is they want you to use that alongside what you're doing, like that paper cut, uh, MF stuff that, 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 that you're paying for, right. Right. That you're using bigger picture. So I just, uh, I'm not, my school district is not heavy into paper cut. Uh, so I more played with the mobility print, uh, which again is this free thing. So I, uh, you know, have printers on my computer uh, just to kind of go through the install really quick. Uh, I downloaded it to my Windows computer, just a quick executable. Uh, it, it asked, uh, there was like a, an open source little extra thing called, I think it was called Ghost Trap that it says it's going to install. You click, click, click through that. Uh, you can make an account uh, with a password so that you, again, you, you have some control over what you're uh, managing and who, who, who can get to your printer management. Uh, I click through that. It of course throws a shortcut on the desktop. That's it for the install. Uh, then when you opened it, it showed your printers that were currently there. You got to pick if you want them to be discovered or not. Uh, so there was one printer that I didn't want to show up, you know, for others. Uh, so I just turned off the, the discovery on that. Uh, you get to pick if you want it to, you know, be broadcasted out or not. Uh, you can enable cloud print for Chromebooks or not. Uh, if you want, you know, if, if, if you're in an office or at your school and you want kids or faculty staff to be able to print, you know, when they're at home or away to particular printers, you can enable that or turn that uh, on off, whatever. That was easy to click through. Uh, and then it just got to a place. It was like cloud print. You click uh, for it to create you an event and an invite link. Uh, you could give that a special name and expiration date or just say, no, just leave it open. Uh, you, you know, you copy that. So then I, I did that. I sent it to my self, jumped on my Chromebook and that was it. I installed my Chromebook with the printer that I wanted. Uh, I printed a test page on the fly. Then I've, I've been using it. Uh, it's 
super easy to use and it's free. And I know it's replacing like the Google cloud print, you know, Google kind of right and, and got that, away from that stuff. And that cups, that cups print too. We were using cups print for a while. So we were using mobility print as well for, for our faculty Chromebooks and kind of on the down low for our student Chromebooks. So the, the way we have it set up is pretty much the same way you do, Chris, but it's also the destination is also our, okay. Um, it can authenticate both with Active Directory um, and these badges, as well as Google authentication. So in my Papercut console, I'm syncing my, my Google user list, as well as my Active Directory uh, sync with, with Papercut with the console. So when a, when a faculty member, when I push that, that plugin to the, for a Chromebook to a faculty profile, they do file print, and then I think they take the selection Papercut printer and our paper and they enter credentials well if they enter their network credentials uh then they when they go to the copy machine they can scan their badge and they get their printout from the chromebook so that that was a big push was was getting chromebooks to print because it was i'm sure you guys experienced it with the different versions of of google's way to print from chromebooks it was less than reliable although i will say that cups function has been pretty reliable uh, the old cloud print sucked pretty bad. Um, but then uh, they, if they would, back when they would print, if they would enter their Google credentials, the copy machines can also authenticate based on Google credentials. So that's how we're allowing some of our students to print as well. And again, it's that function. So it's, it's, it's been impactful. Um, I alluded to it automatically deleting jobs earlier, or everything sitting in that, in that print queue. So one of the nice things about the is I think we have it set to 12 hours. So if, if you don't go to the copy machine and pick up your print job within 12 hours, that print job is automatically deleted out of that holding queue. Uh, and you can you can set that time limit to be whatever you want it to be. But to give you an, give you an idea, over the last 30 days, um, according to, to my report that I printed off earlier today, uh, it has saved 26,000 pieces of paper by, de by deleting unpicked up or unreleased print jobs. Um, I, I, I know I had read like, I don't know, they said it's going to reduce waste by like 20%. Uh, you can easily, I mean, we, we throw away so much paper that yeah. was stuff that got printed quick or that kids printed that they didn't actually need. Um, so that my maintenance our maintenance department is the department that kind of manages paper. Like we order it on pallets and it sits in their warehouse. And he, he was down here a couple of weeks ago and, and mentioned to me in passing that we are printing way less than what we used to. And I, I, it would be interesting to see last year's comparison to this year's comparison and see, I mean, you could, you could draw some of that conclusion and attribute that to paper cut. It, it would be really interesting. Corey, do you guys use Papercut or use the Google stuff or anything like that with Chromebooks? Do you allow Chromebook printing? We do not use Papercut. Um, I apologize to the sponsor. <laughs> uh, we do allow high school and middle school Chromebooks to print. Uh, high school, there's two options. There's the library printer, and then there's a, a universal lab that has no set classroom in it that has a network printer in it that they can print to. And then middle school is only the uh, the library printer. 
See, I, I, and I, I know we've talked about this before. I don't allow Chromebook printing within the district. Uh, we tell faculty, staff, kids, like if you want to print, like when you're at home, like that's fine. We, we, like we don't have it disabled. Right. Uh, we just don't enable it. And, and I've not wanted to go into that world uh, just because of all the headaches that I know, like the Google stuff had, but again, kind of a pleasantly surprised uh, experience about how easy this thing was to set up. And I get it too. So mobility print free uh, and you can push out Google admin the whole bit, but then if you're putting it with that paper cut stuff that you use, Josh, then you get all these you can do the print policies and the quotas and all the extra stuff. Yeah. Like I, and, I completely get why it would work well. Yeah. And, and if you get into a situation like at a previous job, we, I was in higher ed and every, every student got an allocation of X number. Let, let's just say it's a hundred dollars. So you could do the same thing with paper cut where you can give an allocation to a student, to a faculty member of dollars or even, even pieces of paper and say, once they go over that allocation of money or print count, they have to request more. Um, so there is some accounting based or accountability, I should say, that's built into it. Now we haven't gone that far and I, I don't know that we will, but I think it is definitely eye opening to administrators to say, you know, these hundred thousand jobs are coming out of your building every month kind of, kind of thing. Um, when I looked earlier today, our total, total count for the year was 5.2 million pieces of paper. Nice. Um, yeah, it, that's, that's just crazy to me. Although I don't know what a normal year is. I mean, this is our first year with really any sort of hard reporting so it, a year from now, it'll be interesting to see what that number is like. Right. Do you guys have any idea what you guys go through? I don't. I wasn't. So I'm, I'm actually in my first year, like with copiers, I've not been the one over our copiers up oh. until this year. Uh, so I've not really paid attention to those numbers before. And I printers, don't know either. Go, go, uh, go ahead. Uh, the superintendent usually, and actually it's around this time during a admin meeting, will share how many uh, copies the district used total. And then he'll go as far as like dividing that out by how many days and then how many students we have and then really get deep on. Like I want to say it's something crazy, like 20, 20 pages per student per day or something like that. <laughs> like it was crazy. like, it's, it's like a crazy number. Do you guys yeah. do mostly copiers or do you guys have a lot of classroom printers still? What do you guys no, do? No, God, it's only copiers. I swim in printers here. <laughs> like if, if there's ever some sort of printer shortage wor worldwide, we'll, we will be able to supply the world with a printer. <laughs> You're like the United States of printers. Yes. No, we only, <laughs> we, we've got maybe six printers district-wide that aren't copy machines. Um, what? Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> I don't even understand that. I bet but, your, I bet your faculty staff don't like you, Josh. Well, they don't like me, but that's for but, a number of different reasons, but they get their steps in. But I'm but, looking, I'm looking at my uh, inventory sheet. We have a hundred and seven printers. Oh my God. <laughs> 107. No, that's ridiculous. 
No, but it's Corey has what I have over here as well. Back in the immense heyday, that was the beginning of putting printers all over the place because the immense teacher was supplied a printer in their room. So then that became like the, the thing, like these teachers, I, I have one building that still has quite a few printers in it uh, that I've tried to reduce, but that takes, I don't know, some backing and I need printers to die. That's kind of been our philosophy. Right. Yeah. And- yeah. Our admin team, uh, we actually, we, we discussed this, I'd say about a month ago. Uh, and the superintendent, he, uh, credit to him, he said, I would support either way, but it's really up to the building principal. Uh, two of the three said they want to keep printers and that they would like to budget them. One said they could do without, but obviously we weren't just going to have one of our three schools go that route because those teachers would be very upset. Uh, the route we were going to take if we did that was if printer died, you didn't get a new printer. Like we weren't just going to go around yeah, yeah. taking good printers out of a classroom. Uh, but that seems to have been nixed for now. So we will continue to have 107 printers. Sweet man. It, that's, that's, I can't imagine who, who does like uh, maintenance kit replacements and that cleaning rollers and all that crap. Well, I mean, these aren't like, these are smaller all in ones. They are laser jets, Ugh. but they're, they're not like the big HPs that you put roller kits on. Like, you know, they're a fairly cheap device. And you, if one's having an issue, we will do our due diligence to see like if we can fix it. But most of the time, it's like, okay, here's your new, newer all-in-one. Because well, Yeah, I was going to say, your spot, too, is that you might pull pull the all-in-one, but now you got to buy them a scanner. Yeah, and that is also true, even though they do have dot cams. Hey, let me, let, let me tell you, let me, let me let you in on a secret. Oh, boy. These copy machines print and scan, guys. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember, it, it's, it's been years ago, so we at one of our elementaries, we experimented with uh, Chrome boxes. Yeah. So, so we moved away that, that was back during uh, the in, in computing days. So we retired an in computing classroom and we put in Chrome boxes and that was going to be our first room that we pulled the printer out of. And then this new teacher came in and she wanted a printer. And I was like, Hey, we're, we're not supporting printing in here. Uh, and actually for your whole building as printers die, we're not going to support, you know, those printers for the future. Well, it took two years before a printer died in that building. And that teacher just felt like I had like, just, I didn't want to give her a printer because she was stuck with this, you know, Chromebox lab that I didn't support. So she that. hates you. She does. <laughs> and then she actually moved to a new room Uh like year three of what I just talked about where that printer died. So she went to like one of the few rooms that w- was also not supporting a printer years later, which again, didn't help the relationship. Yeah. And, and by me saying we don't support, but maybe six printers, that's not to say teachers haven't brought their own ink jets in from home, but, but we you don't allow that. We don't touch them. Whoa. But Josh, that would I mean, mean that you're giving some local admin like a, rights or something. Is there even like a tech policy What's going on? They can plug them in, but Whoa. we don't. We don't touch them. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. That's like one of those. Like you're like, oh, grass is Josh, or jo- grass is Josh. Josh's grass is so much greener. No, it's not. No, He's it's letting, burning. 
Personal <laughs> critters come in. I, but we don't touch them. They're not my problem. Hey, I mean, next, que next question. Do you have a printer in your office? We have a copy machine that works about half the time. <laughs> <laughs> I so have I, a printer that sits next to me. So I have I print and I go upstairs and pull it off the printer. I respect that. I mean, we you should be expected to use what everybody else uses, right? Mm. So we oh, don't yeah, use not. paper cut. We use plastic staple. I guess it's a competitor. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, paper cut. <laughs> Corey, Corey shouldn't get their sponsorship money for that bad joke. Right. Anyways, <laughs> Mobility Print. I had a great experience with it. Uh, I don't support Chromebook printing, but I guess I'm thinking about it. We'll see what happens. I mean, seriously, like, it's really a non-issue. And like Josh said earlier, the cups, like, the, the, the cups printing is so much better now. Like, you just add an IP and admin console and you push it out to what OUs. I mean, the biggest issue is like making sure the kids don't abuse it. Uh, and, right. You know, but I think I don't, is there any tracking with that, Josh? Maybe no, not that I'm aware of. No, Yeah, there might not be. So and we, we had to turn it off in a building because there, we had pretty bad abuse with it. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think if you're looking at like the tiers of like, good and free and whatever is is the cup stuff still fully supported yeah oh yeah that is their that's their official way to do it okay so there's that you don't get this you know the the, the quotas and the, the print management blah, blah 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 this mobility print with paper cut you're getting a little bit more and then you're doing what josh is doing he's doing the the paid paper cut stuff with the mobility print and you're managing stuff left and right yeah it's well i'm really not i can't say i've logged into that system more than probably twice in the last three months. So, so it, it just, it works. Um, we did have some backend stuff to set up when we originally got it, like entering the badge numbers and stuff. So they would sync with AD, but I mean, it was a non-issue less than a day or so of setup and it was done. Yeah. That's um, cool. Yeah. But then Josh it. allows local printers. So whatever. I mean, yeah. what else does Josh allow? Oh, it's a wild west, man. All right. I feel good. I'm trying to think of anything else I had written down to talk about, but I don't really see anything I'm missing. About mobility printer in general? In general. Uh, I mean, Corey, it's been a while since, we, since, 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 since we've talked, but... It's all Corey, three of us, yeah. You want to talk about that new ECF funding real quick, Corey? I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm ready to talk about that. That, that seems so crazy to me. Um, anyways... I yeah. think I'm going for laptops for all my teachers. I mean, why not? Are you for real? Yeah, because I was already planning on doing one building this summer. Now, I might as well do everybody. You should well, know. There's, 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 no, a, there's a $400 cap on laptops. Oh, never and, mind. But that you can go over, you just get $400. Yeah, and there's, yeah. no, there's no guarantee of fundings. From what I read a couple of weeks ago, they're they're going to start with the highest free introduced lunch rate schools and then trickle down. So like E-rate category two from years ago, um, the, the question will be like Corey said, if they, if they do have a budget established, then that money should spread easier. But if they just let everybody buy whatever the heck they want, it's, it's not going to get yeah. real far. That so sounds they, like, they like do not, there is no budget. I mean, um, so the, the Missouri state E-rate coordinator, coordinator, uh, I emailed him or he sent this email out about ECF, 
the emergency connectivity fund. I replied, do you have any information on where districts can find how much money they're being allocated? He replied, this program does not have allocation or budget. It covers 100% of the eligible listed items. So there's no, you could ask for the moon. Now you have to like validate your request, of course. And the document he shared does list like stipulations, uh, like so, that $400 cap on laptops, $250 cap on Wi-Fi devices. What's that? Mean? So do you, do you, do you think they're doing it like the highest percent, like the 99% pre-reduced? Yeah. They get the m- 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 money first and then yeah. on, on down. Okay. That's, and there's that's, a 45-day window to apply uh, starting July 1. There's so, an initial 45-day application window. So get your POs ready and invoice July 1 so you can submit. Because that's like old school E-rate. Like I always wrote it. 80% and you didn't know if it was going to get down that far right, or not. Right. And it never did. But 400 bucks, I was already budgeting for one building to get new laptops. I could actually, that gives me a decent shot because I already have money put back in my budget. I mean, it says eligible location, any off-campus location where education is occurring. Uh, equipment may not be purchased for use solely at the school or at library. But student staff are permitted to bring such devices to the school or library. So, I mean, I guess if you let the device go home, maybe that qualifies. I don't know. Jackpot. I mean, yeah, there's the gray. There, there's the gray area there. A swimming gray. <laughs> <laughs> no, gray is good. Light I'm gray, not, dark gray. I'm not answering that. Um, yeah, so this is <laughs> e- ECF money. It's going to be administered by USAC. Uh, in the same manner that, that E-rate is, apparently. Um, I wonder if we could buy printers for all of our kids and then put mobility print on those things and manage them in their houses. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you guys are awesome. All right. Anything else, gentlemen? Nope, I feel good. I feel good. Today, today was a Chromebook collection, our final building. So we got a half day tomorrow and we're out. We're yeah, not our, our last day is a uh, half day tomorrow as well. Yeah, we go till Wednesday next week. Oh, yeah. Are you wearing shorts yet, Josh? I don't get to wear shorts. I have to dress business casual all year. Oh, sorry to hear that. I'll yeah. be in Crocs on Monday. <laughs> Sweet. All right, guys. Good talking with you. See you Thank next you. time. Bye bye.